Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. It is a wonderful spring day, and it's raining. And a lot of people lament the rain, but you know what? This is the K factor, where K equals kindness, and the factors are all the things that lead to it. So put that in the context of springtime and the rain. How else are we going to motivate the grass to grow and to grow green for all the trees to get budded up and to open up their buds and deliver these beautiful leaves and all the beautiful flowers and then the fruits and everything that they deliver to us? It's a part of life. And if there's a part of the weather that you're not enjoying, I want you to consider this. The only time you don't have an experience of the weather is when you're either so infirmed that you can't see it or feel it or smell it or be a part of it, or if you're no longer alive. The kindest thing that I can open the show with today is the reminder that the reality is the weather teaches us so many lessons. The weather is a metaphor for life. It is about ever ongoing change. And it's funny because people will make jokes. I've lived in several different parts around the United States and everywhere I move to, people make the claim, if you don't like the weather here, just wait a minute and it'll change. That's a global reality. The weather is always changing. Whether it's still air and then comes a breeze, or it's dark skies and then comes the sun, if it is the moon that is hanging in the sky at night and then all of a sudden there's stars that come out to twinkle, life really is nature. It's a natural process, and we're all here to drink in. So good morning on this wonderful rainy Wednesday morning. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin. I love this show um, because it puts my mind in the direction of positivity and looking for what is it, what is it that's kind and good right now, this very second that's poignant in this life, and especially during this time of an international global pandemic. Which, by the way, there are parts of the world, if you look at the world map and Google in statistics on coronavirus, it is not everywhere on the planet, I'm happy to say. But here's what I thought was interesting. Over the last couple of days, I've had things pop up on my, on my email and on my timelines. And one of the things that popped up on my Facebook was news out of Yahoo. <laughs> Say whatever you want. But from the science and technology advisor over at the Department of Homeland Security, we get the news release that sunlight, and this is not new, okay? I've been I've been saying this, but I like it when it's the headline. Sunlight destroys coronavirus quickly, say US scientists. According to new Research announced by a senior U.S. official on Thursday, ultraviolet rays have a potent impact on the pathogen, offering hope that its spread may ease over summer. Well, guess what else it means? 
I think that the idea of staying home, people took it a little too far, like they couldn't go out into their yards or on their front porch or on their back porch and breathe fresh air and get into the sunlight no matter how it comes. Even if it's just illumination peeking through the clouds, it's amazing how healthy that is. You know, we get vitamin D from the sun. The world itself is our nutrient. We get everything we need from nature. And nature has been so experimented by human beings that there are things that have compromised it. Thus, the investigation for how do we replace nutrients that we're not seeming to get out of our soil. It's simple this morning. And just listen to the news. So walk out into the sunlight. Breathe in that wonderful fresh air. Sit inside your house or in your car if it's raining and lay back and feel the light. Even if it's not the warm sunlight, if it's just the muted light, it just feels restful and good. I have heated seats in my car. Oh, my gosh. I love to just go to a park and lay back a little bit and just relax. And even if it's raining, I love to hear the sound of the rain. It's healthy. It's healing. All right, here's my second piece of good news for the day. One of the things that I've been thinking about is the ways in which people have been talking about all the hand sanitizing, and I've been watching these commercials on TV where somebody's advertising their new soap, and the foaming soap is it. I'm thinking, why is it the foaming soap? Because the foaming soap bubbles up and spreads itself across all the areas where I guess people just don't think about pushing the regular bar soap around or the regular liquid soap. So we have a traveling soap now, the foaming, traveling, bubbling soap. But here's the point about that. Maybe part of what this virus is in terms of, I keep talking about the reset for us to upshift and change and quiet down and pause and think about who we are and what we are and what are we doing in this life. Maybe it's also time to really get clean, get tidy. You know, we've been a little pig <laughs> and a little piggy as a nation and and I think as a as a world overall, we've gotten awfully lax. Um you know, there's a, a piece that that I read um about the American Restaurant Association yesterday that now all those wonderfully laminated menus are gonna be wiped off after every customer. Really? I thought they were already doing that, except for all those many times when I got a filthy menu. You know, it's sticky. It's got stuff on it. So I'm thinking, great. They're also going to put the tables further apart so that you don't have to sit on top of one another, breathe in somebody else's coughing or whatever it is that's going on over there. And I thought, well, you know what? That's kind of polite. I love that. Now, today... The American Hotel and Lodging Association has launched a whole new campaign about how they are cleaning up everything. I want to tell you what, I'm kind of a neat freak. I love that. Through everything, there is always something that is going to be the good news. If we are going to raise the bar 
at hotels. Remember all the thing about bed bugs and all that? How'd that happen? People being not thorough in their jobs, not taking it seriously that cleanliness, I grew up hearing cleanliness was next to godliness. I think it is because godliness is nature and it's fabulous. And being really clean is marvelous. So the idea that the hotels and restaurants and bars are all getting cleaner, hallelujah. Throughout the course of my career, I've done house calls. And I want to tell you what, I have gone into places where I thought, you have got to be kidding me. Has anybody ever really cleaned this place, dusted put stuff away, sat in one of these chairs without maybe a towel underneath them because the chair is filthy, and it has nothing to do with socioeconomic status. What I was raised with was the idea of make it better when you leave the room. So if you walk into a room and it's in one set of conditions, clean it up so that it looks better when you leave, even if you're in a public bathroom, leave it better than what you entered. I'm not talking about scrubbing the toilets, but for goodness sakes, clean up after yourself. And if there's a few extra drops of water on the countertop, somebody else put them there, you're cleaning up after yourself, clean up after whatever so that it's pleasant, so that it's a little tidier. If we use this opportunity for cleanliness, I know this is a funny episode, isn't it? This is the kind of thing that I can tell you. Because really, does anybody like to sit in the filth and the yuck and the icky? I don't think so. So those are my healthy tips for the day. Clean it up and live a good life. And until next time, this is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin here at the K Factor, where K equals kindness and the factors are all the things that lead to it. Have a sweet day.